much. It's that time. It's on time. Hi, I'm Emily, but to you guys, I'm M Time, and it's on time. It's M Time. So, welcome back. I hope you all have been enjoying, and I just want to say I'm so glad to be doing one of these episodes again, because even though I do love doing my red carpet reviews and my RuPaul's Drag Race opinions, I miss talking to you guys personally face-to-face, you know, like this. So, how's your life going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I know, girl. I know. Me too. So, today I will be drinking water out of my glass. We're not drinking out of the Starbucks cup today because it's not washed. She's put in for a clean. And the glass I'm drinking out of is we have, like, those wine glasses without the spine, like, the spine, the the neck. I don't don't know what wine things. I'm I'm 17. Uh, 16, actually. In 22 days, I will be 17 because it's the month of March, which means it's the month of them time. So, yeah, and I'm just drinking water of that because we just use those for water glasses. So, how y'all been? I already asked that. But that was Don't You by Simple Minds. And if you don't know that song or that song doesn't remind you of something, or if you don't even at least go, hmm, I know that song. Where do I know that song from? Oh, my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. You get the pass. If you don't know what that song is, I'm sorry. Why are you? What What are you doing with your life? I, I'm, And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Seriously, what are you doing? It's from The Breakfast Club, the best movie of all time. Now, you probably have already guessed what this episode is going to be about. It's not going to be about The Breakfast Club. However, it's going to be about old movies versus new movies and how old movies are so much freaking better. So, I just finished watching Pretty in Pink with my mom on a sun, you know, on this casual Sunday. Happy, by the way, happy birthday, Justin Bieber. It's March 1st. And I realized, and we were talking over dinner. Why are movies so much better then than they are now? You know, they're all so much, like, at least, like, cringe factor is not on a, like, a thousand when really the scale's from one to ten. You know, with those rom-coms, like, Pretty in Pink. Is that even a rom-com? I don't, what type of movie is that, actually? Well, anyways, you know, movies now are all about the phones. Like, there was a beauty of that movie that... You know, they would just, like, talk and be like, okay, like, you know, like, let's do it, you know, let's go out. But now, you know, it's just not the same. You know, movies back then were just a thousand times better. I don't know if it's just because it's, like, you're looking back in time and that's how it was. Because I love, you know, I believe, I'm a huge believer in history repeats itself and especially fashion history repeats itself as we go back into decades past with the trends, you know, those jean skirts from the 90s and then the the neon from the 80s, you know, and the flared jeans. I think you get the point. So, with that being said, why, why, why? You know, I would do anything to go back in time right now. You know, growing up right now is kind of annoying. You know, you have all these big distractions. Like, yeah... You know, going on your phone, doing homework is just the most annoying distraction ever. And you all could be like, well, that's your problem. That's your fault. You know, you, you could just focus on your homework. But the thing is, though, back then, that's all there was to do. I mean, yeah, I guess there was, like, you could do, like, other things, like, read magazines and stuff like that. But, like, there really was no excuse to procrastinate. You know, all you had was the homework, and then you could just go and party it all out. I don't know. But life back then just seemed so much more simpler. 
I mean, my God, you know, you didn't have to worry about your reputation online, which we all know I do not. But, you know, you didn't have to worry about social media. You didn't have to worry. I mean, my mom always says, like, she knew when she was getting left out. But, like, she there was probably way more times that she did know. And come and she literally is preaching to the choir because I freaking get left out of plans probably 24-7, if not 25-7. Yes, that extra hour on leap year. That, on oh, leap year. What, what, a, what's called daylight savings? Yeah, that I even get left out of probably. And it's all due to think, thanks to social media. I mean, I'm happy, you know, sitting at home doing this and then watching a movie, you know, watching The Breakfast Club, my favorite movie of all time, which I watch maybe once a week. And that's, like, probably the bare minimum, to be honest. And, um, you know, I would so prefer to do that. But then when you see everyone online, you know, hanging out with their friends and, you know, partying it up and, you know, going on those drives and, you know, playing that loud rap music, which I'm sorry, but what the hell is that? You know, I can't understand a word, a word some of these people are saying. And that's a fact. And so, with that being said, even though I'd much rather be at home eating pizza and watching The Breakfast Club, I still feel a sense of FOMO because I'm like, well, that looks so much fun. But then when you're there, you're probably like, I'd much rather be home eat watching pizza. Ew, there's a fruit fly. Did I get it? Hold on. No, I didn't get it. Where's that chick coming from? It's the middle of winter. It's the middle of winter. Where did it go? I'm actually terrified now. Whatever. Let's hope we'll find it soon. Anyways, so, oh, is that even a fruit fly? Is that like a mosquito? I don't eat down here. What the hell is that? Ugh. Can't do this. Budget cuts. Just kidding. You guys are real. I'm really just talking to you guys in my basement. That's facts. Uh, so, with that being said, you know, that's why I love going back in time. You know? So, let's get into now best movies versus worst and why old ones are more superior and i'll give you a good answer right now old ones are better because they were more original like the breakfast club you can't replicate that you know there's all this talk about replicating friends you know doing the new friends episode you know friends the thing bobber and i'm a huge friends fan okay i love friends and i would just like to say you know, I stop at nothing to be different, and that's a fact and a half. And I would just like to say, I watched that shit before it got popular with everyone on Netflix, okay? I watched that when I was 11, and everyone started watching it when they were easily 13, okay? Get on my level, please. You can't. Haha. <laughs> Love you guys. So, you just can't replicate it. You know, am I going to watch the Friends thing? First of all, I don't want to get the HBO streaming service. I mean, I have HBO now from, like, Verizon Fios. But, you know, am I really going to do that to myself? Probably going to use someone else's uh, someone else's login. But, you know, I don't even want to see it, to be quite honest. It's probably going to ruin it for me. I don't, even, I don't like the last season of any show. I mean, you ask me. I really don't. Because by the last season... It's either dragged out too long and you all know it's coming to an end or the storyline just gets stale and everyone's like looks significantly older. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of the Friends last season. You could tell Matthew Perry was on drugs at that point. You know, you could tell that Jennifer Aniston, you know, started getting 
plastic surgery and Courtney Cox also. So with that being said, it just kind of ruins the illusion for me. That 70 show. Oh, we should talk about that. You know, we should talk about that after. So I don't want to watch a friend's thing. I mean, everyone wanted like a friend's bring back friends, bring back friends. But do you really want that? Like speak like like you're going to speak too soon on that. I have low expectations because that's just not going to be the same. They're all old. You know, there's going to be children involved. Like, it's just not going to be the same. Is Joey just going to be the same old, you know? It's creepy that Joey will be then the same old 50, 60-year-old. You know, that's creepy if he's just hitting up girls and, you know, grenades and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to see that. So, you can't recreate. So, what I'm trying to get at is you can't recreate greatness. You know, it's a one-hit wonder, if that makes sense. You know? great with me this doesn't relate to music at all because music you could replicate like a million to ten times however with t you know you can't replicate the breakfast club if they replicated the breakfast club i'd be so upset even though i will see it because you know y'all go you all know i'm literally like i i will go see that i love the breakfast club but i don't want to see it recreated that movie i tell my dad one of the best reasons that i one of the best things about that movie is it just cannot be replicated you know, a lot of people don't know this, but The Breakfast Club was mostly improv. Like, they had some storylines here and there, you know, but they didn't, they, like, like, for example, Brian's whole, you know, why he got into detention, why everyone else was in detention, like, that obviously wasn't improv, but the, there's a lot, like, a lot of it was maybe, like, a lot of it was improv, you know, like, adding in a little this, a little that. There was a baseline, John Hughes gave everyone a little baseline of a script, and then they just added in their whole, you know, thing bobbers and that just cannot be replicated. Everything now, everyone's so freaking needy, I mean, my god, you know, I need this, and I need that, and I'm only gonna do this under these terms, and blah, 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 blah. Boo-hoo, sweetie, you're not special. So, you know, with The Breakfast Club, no one really was like that, to my knowledge. I mean, what do I know? I'm just a kid with a microphone in their basement. But still, I just think that you can't replicate just the rawness that the, sh the movie shows you. That movie was 100% raw and everyone knew it, okay? Those, those, you know, Molly Ringwald knew she was hot shit and she should, she should have celebrated. I mean, obviously now she's kind of like... An old lady that's, like, you know, trying to get, like, little side gigs like Secret Life of an American Teenager and uh, Riverdale. Beyond that, though, like, greatness. So then, during dinner, we were discussing how just, like, great... And then my mom was like, there's teen movies out now that are, like, as good as that. To be honest, they're not. Like, even though that movie, yeah, it's, it's corny and, you know, Pretty and Pink's corny and, you know, it's all that, but, like, no one makes indie films, to my knowledge, anymore, like, no one makes films, like, shows the outcast and stuff like that, and the typical this and the typical that, you know, no one show, you know, Paper Towns, that's why I loved Paper Towns, that's why I love Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, because they weren't that popular, if that makes sense, like, Paper Towns was not that, no, I feel, I mean, I was at camp at the time when it came out, but, you know, Fault in Our Stars, they got a lot of hype there, you know, but Paper Towns was so good, because it was so simple, if that makes sense. You know, oh, we gotta go find Margot. Like, that was good. They don't make stuff like that anymore. They make stuff like To All the Boys I Love Before and The Kissing Booth. Which, by the way, I've seen both those movies like 10 schmillion times. They are bad, but they are so good. But it's not, you know, all it is about, it's like this foo-foo shit. Like, it's like, oh, you know, you don't put tag me in your Instagram posts. Shut up, Peter Kavinsky. 
Boo hoo. Who are you? Are you in a seventh grade relationship? Because I swear I could remember myself saying that. Why wasn't I tagged in your Instagram post? Boo hoo. So it's all about the phones. It's all about the hashtag. It's all about the texting and all these rom-coms. After, I mean, if you say that movie was good, I'm sorry. Like, that was not good. That made me infinitely uncomfortable. Facts. So, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Go back in time. Also, I found out today, I'm really late to the party. I love John Hughes, okay? Love John Hughes, okay? And I just found out that he died, like, last year. And that really got me upset, because obviously, I'm an over, I'm a big dreamer, okay? I believe that one day, I'm gonna do something great, you know? I think everyone kid thinks that. It depends on whether it comes true or not. And you all are probably like, yeah, nothing's really going to happen to you. But, you know, what if it does? That's the really cool part. Is that, like, I believe everyone has greatness. But, you know, there's only a handful of dreams that get that come true. You know, like, what if mine come true? So then I just let myself want, wonder sometimes. You know, like, let my, mom, my mind wander into these big worlds. And, you know, I just watched Inside Out and Health, which, by the way, I cried again because I'm a baby. But, you know, it made me wonder, like, obviously it's not like that where you have the little characters in your brain, but I wonder, like, yeah, like, who controls your brain? And, you know, I have so many hopes and dreams, and I'm a big imaginer. I've always been a big dreamer when I was younger, and I just was like, let myself believe one day that, you know, what if I had um, John Hughes on my podcast and then I got really excited because I was like oh my god like what if you know and then I was like honey she's dead like I mean honey he's dead and I was like oh and it just got me really sad because I would just love to know like what goes inside some people's brains and that's also one of the reasons why I want to talk so much is because I feel like some people die with a lot of secrets that the world wants to know and obviously you have the right to keep those but there are some things that like you know, I'd love to know, like, what made him, I mean, I bet there's so many articles, but I I haven't looked yet, but what made him think, you know, of just coming up with, how am I, two girls, four, four, three guys, that's five people, what made him think that, you know, a story told by five different perspectives, you know, locked in, uh, locked in a, what do you call it, in a library all day, on a Saturday, like, what made him think of The Breakfast Club? You know, was it a past experience of his? Was it maybe his friend had something happen to him like that? You know, you always wonder, you know, the the creativity. That's also something I'm trying to get at. It's like the creativity of movies back then. Who would think of Ferris Bueller's Days Off? I would not. I would not. I'm a big, I'm very creative, but I would never think of that. You know, I would never think of... Oh, I mean, yeah, this kid faking sick. Yeah, I'd think of that. But, you know, getting up on a parade and singing Twist and Shout and people thinking he's this famous person. You know, I would never think to write a a movie like that. You could never. You know, his movies were so simple. So simple. But all of them had so much deep and so much thought put into them and just were so amazing, so amazing, you know, it just, it beyond, it blows my mind that someone with that much creativity just 
is gone. You know, same with Robin Williams. I still, I still can't believe that he died when I was so young. You know, it just blows my mind what this guy did. And then now I look at the movies that are coming out for my age and I think this is pure horseshit because, you know, no one, everyone just scratches the surface, okay? And these movies, you know, I mean, obviously Pretty in Pink, okay, that was pretty scratching the surface, you know, she's poor, the dad's depressed because the mom left, and she doesn't want the boyfriend knowing she's poor, like, yeah, okay, that's scratching the surface, but, like, I mean, like, not even putting a dent into that surface, like, the kissing booth, like, really, I could have came up with that, you know, to all the boys I ever loved before, I'm pretty sure that's been done before, even though I love those movies, and no tea, no shade to anyone else who's watched them a million times because I'm a hypocrite, and I have, however, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. I feel like people, you know, think that it's all been done before. But have they really reached into their minds? Have they really thought for a second, oh, wait, I'm on to this? You know, I believe that there's an endless amount of ideas. And I feel like people nowadays think that there isn't, you know, my generation just, you know, since we have the internet and the phones and Google, you know, where everything pops up in five seconds and when it doesn't, it just, it kind of feels like the world's off. If I don't have an answer in five seconds, that's, that's it. There's no answer. And that's horrible. You know, the other day I literally had my phone not working and I'm, millions of other people did too, but I had, and I'm the type that's, I'm not even addicted to my phone. You know, I... Sure, go on TikTok maybe five hours a day. Actually, let's check my screen time, all right? But that's not even the point. My screen time is honestly like two hours a day. That's really low. Yeah, it is two hours. I just checked. So, you know, my generation just has to have every answer fast. And if something doesn't work right now, <gasps> the world's gonna end. And that's the thing that John Hughes, Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow, I love that guy. I mean, I love Freaks and Geeks. You know, who would have thought that one? Because I didn't. You know, no one does that anymore. There was something special about not only the storylines that they came up with, but also the camera quality. Like, it's so interesting to think of, like, that's as good as it's going to get. You know, people thought, oh, my God, this latest technology with the movies and stuff, like, that's as good as it's going to get. And then look at it now. HD, Cinemax, three-dimensional. 3D never worked, by the way. Just would like to say, no Tino shade, but, like, they would work for me two seconds, and they'd give up on it. But it's just my point of the episode, I guess, even though I was going to really compare the new movies versus old, which I guess I'm still doing. But my point is, is that no one thinks it has to be this fast at this speed. And if there's nothing that's coming up to the drawing board in two seconds, your life's over. And there's nothing else you could do. And... I believe that that's not true. You could take ideas from different movies, obviously. I mean, The Princess Diaries and Pretty and Pretty Woman. I mean, that also because the manager of the hotel also was play, also played Joe, the driver in Princess Diaries. But I believe that those two movies have relation to it, besides the guy being in it. Like, there are so many scenes. If you're a big fan of those two movies, like I am, there's a lot of similarities. I literally have them written down because I did that as a podcast episode on WDOT. Let me get them. That's not right. I'm trash. That's not it. Oh, blogger. 
Nope. Duck and Boop. No, no Logic Concert. Here we go. Uh, I honestly, I've lost a lot of episodes, sadly, so they've all, like, fallen out of my notebook. But Pretty Woman, you know, what happened to her? So, like, basically, that happened to me in Bloomingdale's one time. I was picking, I picked up a Rami Brooks uh, skirt, which I knew wasn't going to fit me, but I was just curious. I found it on one of those, like, racks, and my mom and I, for hours, would just go through those racks sometimes, and we found it, and I was like, oh, there's no tag on it. Maybe I'll go ask someone to see how much it was. You know, Rami Brooks are a great brand, you know? I've gotten, like, Pam and Gala for, like, $40, you know? Who knows? So the lady takes the skirt from me, and long story short, she just goes like, oh, this is too expensive for you. And I'm like, do you not know who I am? Because I'm pretty sure you don't know who I am. However, like, I strolled up, and again, I'm never the type to praise, like, what I have. I work very hard for my belongings. I have a job at home, and I babysit a lot, and I save up and dream and hope and pray. So... I was wearing, like, one of my really nice purses that day just because it went with my outfit really well. And, like, nice earrings and my necklace I got for my 16th birthday. And that girl had the audacity to tell me what I can and cannot buy. Like, really? Like, really? Like, you don't know who I am. Like, seriously. You don't know who I am, but you have no idea what I'm capable of. And she just would not tell me the price of this skirt. And she would just basically roll her eyes whenever I asked, like, can I, like, can I have it? Like, like, bitch, what? Like, she kept going. I was like, can you please look up how much it was? Because there was no tag. She was like, oh, types on her computer. Oh, it's too expensive for you. And I was like, how much is it? And she was like, oh, it's $161. I wasn't going to spend that on that skirt. I mean, it was tiny. And also, like, who, who am I? I'm not Rockefeller. So she didn't even know that, though. So then I was like, okay, I'll take it, and she was like, she was like, puts a tag on it, whatever, and she's like, okay, go to this register if you need to be purchased, and I'm like, thank you, I'll be on my very day, I haven't tried it on yet, but I'm sure I'll end up purchasing it, and I left, so that's my pretty woman story, so I, you know, the snails and pretty woman when, um, Julia Roberts, by accidentally, you know, like, she takes it, and then, like, the snail falls behind her, that happens to Anne Hathaway in The Princess Diaries when she, um, is at this, like, fancy dinner with, like, all these, like, foreign diplomats, and she takes a grape and, like, by accident, like, falls under the table, or, like, it falls somewhere, and the guy's like, it's okay, you know, whatever. And also, um, what else? There was another one, but I forget. Oh, uh, Um, both of them take place in California, and there was a lot more stuff that went, but, uh, you know, obviously, I don't want to turn this all about, um, I don't want to turn this all about, ooh, whoopsies, all about Pretty Woman and, um, The Princess Iris, but my point being is, is that you could take things from other movies, sure, you know, everyone loves a little iconic, you know, oh, that's too expensive for you, you know, like Pretty Woman, or, you know, everyone loves that little iconic, you know, if you know the reference, everyone loves a little reference, you know, come on, reference, but, you know, that's not copying, and I feel like people don't understand that you could take something and run with it, you know, I could watch a scene from The Breakfast Club, yeah, or no, better, better yet, I'll do one for more of my generation, Perks of Being a Wallflower, you know, there's Charlie in the back of Sam and I don't remember Isaac, I think is his name. 
uh, I don't Patrick, that's his name. You know, Sam and Patrick's truck, and he just has his hands up, and he's, you know, going under the bridge, and he feels it. He feels like he's in an unparalleled universe, and it just feels great, and, you know, life just stops for a second. Like, you could take that and run with it. That feeling, I can think of a whole movie just based off of that feeling, you know? So you get my point. Is people scratch the surface, they don't get to it. And that's what I, I just wish people would just push past that. Greatness doesn't come from one little tiny, you know, it doesn't come like that. Greatness comes from trying and trying and trying. And I can apply this to myself right now. You know, I'm trying, I'm doing this. I'm doing this whole podcast thing. I don't really care whether it goes amazing or it doesn't. I mean, of course, I'd love to, you know, get something out of this just because I put my heart and soul out there. However, you know, I just, I try and try and try. And who knows, maybe one day this could land me, you know, such an amazing, you know, such an amazing opportunity or something, you know. But I'm doing it for so long, you know. I've been doing this since September. You know, maybe I've not been posting it on Spotify. I've been posting it on Spotify since January. However... You know, I just, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is that, like, greatness doesn't come right away. Greatness comes with a lot of trial and error. And I think that people just don't think, you know, they don't think that deeply anymore. I wish John Hughes was alive right now. So I could just, I I could, probably I'll never hear from him, you know, who am I, I'm a small town girl. But I would just love to know how he just thought of this stuff. Because I guarantee it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen in a second. I guarantee he wasn't like, let's make this kid, you know, get to, you know, like, let's make this kid fake sick and then go on this wild goose chase everywhere and his best friend come with him and, you know, Cameron tried killing himself in the movie. I mean, uh, I mean, my point is, is that And I'm also going to try and turn this into a little advice session for you guys because this has happened to me many times. Greatness doesn't come out of one thing. It comes out of many, many, many trials and errors. And people are scared to fail. Just the way it is. No one likes to admit they're wrong. I certainly don't. But every wrong you go past, you know, if you're, if every wrong you, you have, every wrong you know, you try, you try, try, you're trying to paint, and, you know, you just can't get that one technique, and then there goes that whole painting, and I'm just so pissed, I just threw that whole thing away. You know, every mistake leads to every correct answer. You know, every, every, it's trial and error, you know, that's just, I'm gonna, you know, everyone says, oh, that heartbreak is just closer to the one, you know, every mistake is closer to that one answer you want. Because I believe that nothing's impossible and that everyone can get greatness. And that also was the beauty of the old movies. You know, I felt like they gave you hope in the end. At the end of The Breakfast Club, I was never sad. I was never happy. I just was like, okay. You know, all these people, you know, Bender, who's this failure to everyone, you know, he, you know, he tries. You know, all these people hurt. And... You know, I feel like we should just stop beating around the bush and just say it like it is when we did before. And You can either take it or leave it. And for that, my friends, is why older movies are better than the new.
I think I'm going to leave us here for tonight because I'm tired and I hope this episode wasn't just one long ramble. It probably was. I probably went circles because I feel like I talked about the same thing over and over again. But please give me your feedback if you'd like. I love you guys so much and I hope you guys have a huge John Hughes marathon. Oh, one more thing. It's birthday city because my birthday's in 22 days. So, with that being said, I would just like to say one little thing. I had the honor of meeting the one and only Judd Apatow on my 15th birthday. So, oh, I found the fruit fly. I found the fruit fly. Did I get it? Did I get it? No, I didn't. So, basically, I'm going to tell a story from all my past birthdays, you know, down to the, the one. You know, all my favorite past birthday little cool memories. I'll try and do that. I don't really remember a lot of them, personally. But I remember this one, which was pretty cool. So my family and I were eating at my favorite restaurant in the city, or one of. It's called Lupa by Mario Batali. And my mom and I just finished a whole day of shopping. And we sit. It's a small room. And we sit kind of in the middle. It's like a square table, the four of us. And... My mom and I are facing towards, like, they have, like, this window in front and then a door. So my mom and I are facing the window. And then in front of the window, there's this, like, long table. And we just see these people, like, file in. And my mom whispers something to my dad. And then my dad whispers something to me. And I'm like, hold up, what's going on? Because secret secrets are no fun unless they are for everyone. And my mom goes, that's Judd Apatow. And I was like, oh my god, the guy from Freaks and Geeks. Because we were, like, watching it as a family time. And I was like, oh my god, wait, that's so cool. But I wasn't going to just go up to him. Like, he was with a lot of people. And I was just, like, shook. So my mom and I were kind of, like, staring at them the whole night. But it was a really interesting experience. Like, it was really, really cool. And then they bring out my birthday candle and they say happy birthday to me. And then Judd Apatow and his wife, who's also famous, I don't know who she is, though, like, they're out with, like, their their kids and their kids' friends at this big table. But they take time out of their birth, out of their birthday, out of their meal, their intimate dining experience, to go turn to me. They didn't even know I was a huge fan of their work. To turn to me and say, happy birthday. And then their whole family said, happy birthday to me. And that memory holds true. And you know what? I'm going to take out of that and just turn into a little life lesson for you guys because as if I know all the answers to life because trust me, I do not. But it takes two seconds to be kind. And now you see that memory is burned in my memory forever. It's in my quote-unquote core memories thanks to Inside Out. And I will never forget that at all. So thank you, Judd Apatow, if you're listening to this, which you probably are not, but if you ever do, or any of his family members, anyone distant cousins related, I don't know. Thank you so much for just giving me that amazing birthday little memory. I mean, obviously that birthday dinner was delicious and I love being with my family and my friends were great to me. However, just thank you so much for that little act of kindness. Because trust me, a little act of kindness goes a long way for everyone. I could name countless times where people have been nice to me and it had a big impact on me. And I probably, hopefully, touched someone else's life by helping them too. So it takes two seconds to be kind and just always... Just always remember that. All right. I'm M-Time, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Love you all. Bye, Zs!